Welcome to Love to Love This Couch Cafe. Show stop the lovely here. Who turned the big five O on Saturday? I um turned fifty Saturday. And around um a blessing to be here after fifty years of my life. And um my mom my mom told me that I wasn't supposed to live past the age of five. So the doctors told her I wouldn't live past the age of five and here I am forty five years plus later, right? Healthy. In my right frame of mind. Um healthy fully, right? Like there is no like diabetes or high blood pressure, cholesterol situations going on in my life where all of my family members probably around the age of 50 were diagnosed with one of those, at least one or two or more of those things. So I am blessed beyond measure here. Um, I, I am truly blessed to see 50 years of life um, with the full activity of my limbs to be in my right mind to be in good health to be blessed beyond measure God is good to me I I could not be here without him he is my all in all. Without him, I am nothing, and I would be nothing. And whew, you don't understand the importance of my relationship with God because he is so good beyond measure. You understand me? I have broke generational curses. I have broken generational curses I have moved past and beyond the things of some of my people man you don't understand to be standing in this space at 50 all I can say is God is good all I can say is beyond measure he is my he is my he is my reason for being he is the the thing that gets me up every morning he is the thing that i progress for every day because beyond all things to please him is greater than anything in my life i will sink it to the mountain tops to the valleys low if i have to go in the, down in the ocean and sing it i will do that because he is worthy to be praised. <sighs> I know most people have been like, what did you do? Did you party? No. I spent my weekend in supplication with God and just praying and seeking him on so many things because <sighs> I didn't hear the move and make my 
I need him to move and make movements, but still in the midst of that blessing still come upon my life. I, I, I cannot complain about anything because he's always done many things in my life. And I could be so <laughs> whew, I could be in such a bad place, but I'm grateful that I am a good place. I am a good place. I am in a good place. I am going to say thank you publicly to my son who bought his mom her iPad. Yay! Niggas. <laughs> that has been on my to-do list for about two years and I still hadn't got it. But my, my son took care of his mom. I love him. He, he takes care of me really good. He's like, you need to get you a husband. <laughs> I'm like, nigga. I just keep praying and shit, because hopefully it'll come together. <laughs> but I'm thankful um, for my children. I have a blessed They are good kids. Grown people now. Um, my sons have never seen jail or any negative thing in that manner. I am grateful to have given birth to those knuckleheads. Um... Every day I give thanks. God is great. And the crazy thing is, oh shit. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me. I got a message that came through real quick. Hold on one second. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I will do that. Sorry, Chris. Hold on one second. I gotta send Chris something right quick. Uh, what's the name of that bill? Okay. So sorry, y'all. Um, there he is. Where Chris is at? Hold on. Ah. Okay, he told to. My bad, y'all. Hold on one second. Oh, that Chris. That's Anski's. I'm sorry. Um, business stuff. Hold on a second. Okay, and I said I was gonna say him some stuff. Okay, let me find this real quick. Give me one minute, I promise you I'll be done in one in a second. Ooh, Dr. Charles Perry. Ooh, with the sensor.
Nah, shit. Hold on. My, my son's calling. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, it's been a long damn day. I had all kinds of stuff going on today, but um, that training that I had like a couple of weeks ago has proved to be very beneficial for me. Whew. All I can say is I'm moving steps above in the right direction, and the importance of prayer and fasting does make a difference in your life. And that's all I'm going to say, because I said I was going to deal with my boastful ass. Um, so, um, God is still good. And it took me a long time to get in this space, but I can see his hand everywhere. Um, and that's the blessing about it all. And when you keep him first in everything you do, he makes room for us. He provides beyond measure I um man over the past week he's he showed himself in so many ways that I I can't even um I can't even say and I said I was gonna learn to keep things to myself until they actually come forth with solidity um but above all things he's working in my benefit and I'm ready to um move on forward and uh, see him move. So anyway today uh we're coming from Isaiah forty four. Uh, and that's because um there's some things in here that, that I thought was interesting. So let's start. Um, hear ye, hear now, I mean, um, yet now hear, old Jacob, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Meaning, he's setting precedent to let us know that... It wasn't anything that we did um, special nor made um, any grandiose thing that caused us to be chosen by him. But he made a promise to Jacob. He made a promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that promise he set forth. Which helps us to understand he keeps his promises. And even if he promised to kick our ass, it's still a promise that he keeps, right? Because he said his word will never return void. Thus says Yahuwah, that made thee, you, uh, and formed thee from the womb, who will help you. Colon, extremely important, right? Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, for thou, for thou, Jeshuron, whom I have chosen. And when you listen to what he's saying, it's a declaration. It's not um, a supposition, right? Like, uh, 
I think I chose you. No, he's declaring that he chose you. And he chose you from the beginning in the womb. Before you even knew who you were. I knew who you were. I knew what you were destined to be and do. Before you even understood who you were. Before you even understood what your destiny was. I've already set that thing in motion. And it's me who have set the plans as to what you were going to be. Sometimes we interfere with that. That um, thing that was set in motion. But it's not like he didn't know that we would make those moves. And every move... That we've already made and decisions we've chosen chosen, has already been mapped out. And a response to those actions have already been set forth. Hmm. For I will pour water upon the thirsty land and streams upon the dry ground. Hmm. Semicolon. I will pour my spirit upon you, upon your seed, and my blessings upon thine offspring. So, he's telling you, not only did he choose you, but he placed a spirit within his people. And that spirit that he placed within us, nobody else has. But not only that, that spirit that he put within his people, it transcends you. It continues on down the lineage of your seed. And they shall spring up among the grass as willows by the water course. And when you think about him saying that they will spring up among the grass, this is like having, when you look out in the grass, you got a lot of grass, but then there are other things that grow within the grass. Those things that grow within the grass, it sets apart because you it stands out right it's like looking at um clovers in the grass you see a whole bunch of grass but then you could tell where a clover has been placed within that grass it stands out there no matter how hard a clover would try it to 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 diminish itself within the within the midst of the grass it's going to stand out there's nothing you can do and the best way to explain that is I recall myself being so set apart. And what I mean by set apart is like I'm different. I've always been different. Even as a child, I've been different. Never the same as the other children. There was something about me that always stood out. There was something about me people always took note. No matter how young I was, there was something about myself that never blended in with the rest of the kids. And I didn't even want to. I never wanted to be like other people. I reveled in the fact that I was different. I loved being different than other people. And that was my whole life. I never wanted to be like anyone else. I enjoyed standing out. I enjoyed not being the same as others. So when you think about what he's saying here is they shall spring up among the grass as willows a willow is not the same as grass it stands so it stands out so much matter of fact the willow is taller than the grass because the willow grows in water one shall say i am yahuwah's 
One, she'll say, I belong to God. And another, she'll call himself by Jacob. And another, ascribe with his hand unto God. Yehoah. And surname himself by the name of Israel. Well, what is he saying here? Well, I don't know what people might call himself. I belong to God. And one person might say, I'm, I'm the seed of Jacob. And another will say, I belong to Yehoah. Or I ascribe to the hand unto God. And a lot of times we call ourselves different things. You know how some people say I'm a Jew. And some people say I'm an Israel. Some people say I'm Israelite. Uh, some people say I'm a Hebrew Israelite. And we call ourselves various things that attach itself to our heritage. And our surname, our last name, will be the name of Israel. Because at the end of the day, no matter what we call ourselves individually, we're still the seed of Israel. Different. What she'll say. Nah, and I already said that, so let me go up. And and right there, that's where that, that P goes. That means there's a stop. So we started another statement, another different um uh, uh frame of reference here. Thus says Yahuwah, the king of Israel, and his redeemer. Yahuwah uh, Sabaot, the God of hosts. I am the first and I am the last. And besides me, there is no God. What was it? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, What now? Thus is Yahuwah, the king of Israel. Did it say Jesus? No, 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 no. It didn't say Jesus. But I know, Nix, I know. You think the Lord is Jesus, but the Lord is not. He's not mentioned nowhere in the Old Testament. Anywhere. He said he's the king of Israel. He didn't say Jesus is the king of Israel. He said, I, the father, the creator, is the king of Israel. And he, the father, is the redeemer Yahuwah Sabaot is his name, God of hosts. Yeah. He says, I am the Father. Says he is the first. And he said, He is the last. And he says, And beside him there is no God. Meaning there's only one. Uh meaning there's not two or three. It's just him and him alone. And who, as I can proclaim, let him declare it. Who else can, de- who can stand in my space? Who can, who, who can be me? Let him declare it. Oh, shit, nigga, somebody did. He tried to declare being in his space. Mm. Well, what was it? And said it in order for me. Oh, 
you're not understanding what God is saying. Who can say that they are? And if they are, let them, let them, let them speak now or forever hold this peace. Oh, since I appointed the ancient people, since I appointed your ancestors and the things that are coming and the things that are to come and that shall come to pass, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, uh, let them declare. Who, who can tell you that what is to come, what shall set, be set in motion? Ain't nobody else can do that but him. And if they do, hmm, every man's a liar. That doesn't line up with God. I know people can make shit come to pass because they be making up shit. Hmm. Well, that's okay. That's a story for another day, but I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let that sit with me for a minute. And let let it marinate, and then we'll talk about it another day. Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have I not announced unto thee of old, and declared it? And ye are my witnesses. How are you his witnesses? Because his. He ensured that his prophets wrote down these things. He said, seal it up. Seal it up for a time. And then it shall come forth. Is there a God beside me? Oh, shit, nigga. Did you hear God ask that question? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said, is there a God besides me? Is there somebody else next to me? Compared to me? That can be like me? Not. Yea, there is no rock. That's what Jesus said he was the rock. He said, there is no rock. I know not any. Father God in heaven, come on here now. They that fashion a graven image are all of them vanity. Are there... Delectable things shall not profit. You know, little little whatnots. Your little, your little, your little. You know, having had a little, the little, little whatnots all over the place with little here's and there's and little angels and little uh, crosses and little things all over the place. You know what I'm talking about. You know what it is. Is there a God beside me? Is there anyone you can can put in my bracket in my category? Who is it that you can put next to me or at least um, align itself with who I am is what he's saying here, niggas. Yay, there is no rock. I know not any father. Huh? Or was it, niggas? He said, who is it that you fashion or liken unto him? Who could even do what he do? Oh, shit, niggas. Oh shit. They had they that fashion a graven image are all of them vanity in vain. What do they do? Can they get off there? Can they fix it? Can they do something for you? Um, uh, Father? What was it? Niece. Niece. Listen up. Get in real close. Um, I'd like to see um those Jesus's you know, that they got to carry around. Because you know how it is uh, when they fall down. Um, you know how the Catholics, they be carrying them all over the town. 
and then and then they just fall. Um, do they get up? Do they get up by themselves? Huh? What was it? Oh, silly girl. You already know they can't, cause they just idols, nigga. And their delectable things shall not profit. And their own witnesses see not, nor know that they may be ashamed. Be ashamed of worshiping stuff that look like you. Father God in heaven. The things we have done. Thinking we were right in our own eyes. Oh, the foolish things we have done. You know, Friday at work, they were they, they had a little luncheon for me for my birthday. And we were just sitting around talking. And my boss was like, Dr. K, <laughs> we can't buy nothing for you. You eat this, you eat that. <laughs> You understand? You understand when you sit when you when you serious about your relationship with God. People gotta respect it, right? Because a lot of times you think people won't respect what you do, but they have to respect it. She's like, we're trying to figure out what to give you. We we just trying to figure out what to get, you know, so we can handle lunch because you can't eat things. I said, listen, <laughs> I eat the kosher. I eat the kosher diet. I don't eat no shrimp, crab, or none of that stuff. And fish gotta have scales. And we had this dialogue, and my coworker, um, uh, my my boss was like, "Yeah, we went to um Dubai," and she said, "You know, there is no um crime in Dubai." And I said, "Do you know why there's no crime in Dubai?" She said, "Why?" I said, "Because their principles is just like the law, the laws of God." You've heard me say it multiple times. The laws makes you set a standard. And when there's a standard, people have to obey. The laws were set up as a principle to govern our land. She said, do you even know that if you, even if you're born in Dubai, you cannot prove your heritage? That you will not be a citizen. I said, yes, I understand that. And once again, it still goes back to our principle. So when you understand people govern themselves that attach themselves and have um, a governance that's exactly what your ancestors did. And you heard me say this before when I said how the law sets a standard and everything is about... um, accountability right and how the law is set up for people to be accountable for the things in which they've done so she said yeah people don't steal i said of course not because you lose your hand and where does that come from your your heritage nicks i said if you if one person lose their hand everybody looking at that motherfucker's hands go you think everybody gonna steal no niggas they won't steal it sets a precedent and keeps you from doing shit. Now, the interesting thing she said, well, um, I know that they have um, 
what did she say? Um, but they still do stuff that's wicked. I said, I bet they do have an underground wickedness. But they won't do that openly. They hide their shame. Scripture talks about that, right? Hiding your shame. <laughs> and don't be bold in your in your in your sins. That you hide your shame. Do you understand? That's why they have no crime at all in the Muslim in the Muslim nations because they the people understand the principle. Oh, you gotta love Americans coming here, tell the motherfuckers what they can do though, goddamn. And and I went in a crime written ass country and they over there trying to tell niggas what to do in a country that don't have no fucking crime at all. Ain't that some shit? Because we don't know what that's like. And we want to tell people how they should run their place. It's like somebody coming in your house and telling you how to run your motherfucking house. How you going to tell me how to run my house? It's my standard. It's my principle. It's a place where I live. But you know the interesting thing. We feel comfortable, right? Because we go and we buy homes and we feel like those homes belong to us. But let me tell you something about this country. You can buy a home. And you can think it belongs to you. But there's some shit called the eminent domain. And if McDonald's want to want to build right in your on your on your spot, the government would come in and say, "Hey, we're gonna give you this amount of money. We sorry for putting you out. Boop, I'm gonna give it to you." And you can say, Mm-mm, "I'm gonna fight this." What you end up doing is losing niggas, cause eminent domain means the government can come in and take your shit whenever they feel like it, and all they have to do is give you the money. And if you choose not to get it, then we just come on in and take shit, and you get nothing. It's the country you live in, but they have no principle. But you trust in everything it says and does. I heard something very interesting, and then I'm gonna get back to it. I heard that Benjamin Netanyahu said in 1998 that if America didn't get on board with supporting Israel, that they will sell the motherfucker off piece by piece. Hmm. And you wonder why China and Russia is buying up all this land. The Americans know they want to give this shit up. That's why they want to deconstruct the, the government. It's because they already selling off our lands piece by piece. And how do I know? Go look it up. San Francisco. China said that San Francisco streets were dirty and they're going to stop, you know, pull out. <laughs> and within a month's time, they clean up all their streets. San Francisco is clean as a motherfucker right now. China ain't even in this country, but they have that much money invested on in California that they can impact the economy that bad. Which means they are really selling off your lands. This is y'all shit. Came in here, took your shit. Now they selling it to other countries. Ain't that some niggas? Y'all don't get it. But I understand. I speak above y'all at times. And I speak about a whole bunch of shit that you don't take into consideration. But you better understand one thing right here now, goddamn. There's so much shit going on y'all don't pay attention to. I had a dialogue with someone today telling them about the cryptocurrency. The cryptocurrency is going to be set in motion. 
And there's a possibility that the currency we have today might be null and void to shit. Meaning, if you haven't invested in any cryptocurrency or anything like that, when they completely switch over to crypto, everything we have in the regular shit might be null and void or useless, which means that anybody who set up any retirement, are you waiting on Social Security or whatever the fuck that is, could be completely gone and everything is completely digital or it can reduce the amount um, that that money is actually worth and you still ain't got shit. And niggas gonna be in a bad place. But the worst thing is for everybody who was saving money to retire, all of their shit's gonna be wiped out or barely nothing. Which means they'll continue on working when they didn't want to or they plan and set aside to not have to work. There's so much shit going on that we don't pay attention to. Because we're so busy working. And not paying attention to shit. But you know these prophecies. Because we're going to keep reading to see if some of these prophecies going to line up with the hell y'all be talking about. I think that's what we're going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks. Because I think it's about time for y'all to really realize on what the fuck is about to happen to y'all. Because y'all don't pay attention. Nor do you read. Nor do you understand. Because everybody's on revelations and that bullshit. That shit ain't got nothing to do with you. Moving on. Seven. And who as I can proclaim. Let him declare it. And set it in in order for me. Come on, God. Talk that. I told you to be talking like black men. Since I appointed the ancient people. And the things that are coming. And that shall come to pass. Let them declare. (laughs) Yeah, they won't. Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Semicolon. For I have not announced unto thee of old and declared it. And ye are my witnesses. Meaning, take note. Is there a God besides me? Yay, there is no rock. I know not any. They that fashion a graven image are all of them vanity and declare their delectable things shall not profit. And their own witnesses see not, nor know that they may be ashamed. Who hath fashioned a God or molten an image? That is profitable for nothing. Well, I mean, we do wear them on our necks. We tattoo them on our bodies. We have them in our homes. They're everywhere. We're Dr. K. Well, we ain't worshiping those idols. They're still idols. Nonetheless, graven images, representation of other gods. He told you not to have what? Resemblance of anything upon earth. No representation of any gods in your home nor in your position. Direct violation. And the thing about a direct violation, there are double the consequences. So when every time we do anything that God told us not to do, we got to pay double for that. 
who have fashioned a God or molten an image that is profitable for that thing. Behold, all fellows thereof shall be ashamed. Are we ashamed? Hell no, we ain't ashamed. We walk around with them golden crosses and shit everywhere. God damn, in your cars, everywhere, on your desk, at work, niggas. You come, wherever you go, you see a fucking cross. I'm sorry. Not to offend you Christians, but I'm just saying. You do. And the craftsmen skilled above men. And let them be gathered together. And let them stand up. They show fear. They don't fear God. Mm-mm. They fear Jesus, but they don't fear God. Because they don't even know who he is. Because we having this dialogue about a God that nobody even really knows. They don't know the God of their ancestors. They don't know the creator because they look at Jesus as the creator himself. When you talk to the people and you ask them, this is the interesting thing. While we're having this conversation, because it was a conversation. And clearly they learned that day that I'm I'm a well-studied nigga because I read. And that's what they said. Ooh, you study deep. Your life is about your God. And you mean to tell me you know nothing about your own God? How is it that we we call ourselves Christians or we call us believers in Christ or whatever? You know, when we did that or anyway, when I did it. And we didn't know. We didn't even know. Nah, I'm sorry. I ain't gonna say we. Because I did study my Bible. I've been studying my words since I was in high school. You call yourself these things, but you don't ascribe to anything about it. How do you declare you're something that you know not it is that you proclaim that you are? I I don't understand. How could you say that's you? That's part of our life. That's who I believe. And that's what I believe. But you have no foundation in what you believe. And, And I found it to be ignorant because how do you declare something without truth? So here we go. We're discussing about the Kodesh or, as they say, kosher foods. <laughs> and and, and, I, and I, we talked about um, melanin reproduction because pre, the Kodesh foods that we eat actually regenerate your melanin. It allows you to live a long and healthy life, right? And the foods... That, God told you not to eat actually works for the benefit of white men and their body structure chemically, right? It benefits the, the melanin in their body. Our melanin and their melanin are, are not the same. So the things that work for their body is actually bad for us. And the things that are good for us are actually bad for them. So I'm telling them that. And you know what the lady told me? Oh, please don't tell me nothing because then, re- uh, then I don't want to hear it. I I just want to live in ignorance. Meaning, I want to do what I'm doing now. Don't tell me anything new. Because you telling me anything new means I might have to address it. And I have to do something to change that. I don't want to to change that. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I want to live in ignorance. So basically what she was telling me was. Her relationship with God is not really critical to her. Because if it was, then that means, oh my God, Father, I have sinned against you. I did not even know that. Now I'm, I need to change some stuff. 
Mm-mm. That's not how she saw that. She saw that as, oh my God, don't tell me because then I'm going to be responsible for changing it and I'm not going to change shit. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because I ain't even trying to do that. That's our problem. And the next thing these niggas said is this. God understands. Really, niggas? He understands. That's what you're going to say? Oh, God understands. That's what all the Christians say. God understands. Tell that to fucking Moses. Goddamn. Uh, you remember he made one motherfucking mistake. And he didn't even get to see the promised land. You know what he did? He was like, let us give you some water. He equaled himself to God in that statement. And he was just pissed off. And he said the wrong fucking shit at the wrong time. I don't even think he really meant to say it. But still, there was a consequence for that shit. You know what David did? Oh, nigga. He saw another man's wife. And he was like, oh, shit, that booty. He laid with her, got her pregnant. Then he tried to have her husband come back and lay with her so he could cover his own ass. And the husband was like, Mm-mm, I won't I won't have sex with my wife. I'm not doing anything until we win this war. And then he was like, oh, shit, that ain't going to work. So he sent his her son, her husband out to the front line and told the people to hold back so he could die. So his <laughs> he slept with his bad wife, got her pregnant. He lost the child, mind you. And not only did he lose the child, but his whole house went batshit crazy. Son goddamn died because he said he wasn't going to get his brother's wife pregnant. Oh, it was a whole bunch of them. And then the whole kingdom was split, goddamn. All this shit went amok because he just stole somebody's wife and got the wife pregnant. God don't understand. Niggas, please. Please, nigga, please. Aaron's sons... Went into the temple and God told them, they dumbass, I'm sorry, told they ass not to um <laughs> light the fire the way they did. And they did it the way they wanted to. And what happened? They ass died in that son of a gun. So you telling me God don't care. Bull fucking shit. He does care. He does have a standard. Niggas, I don't know where we got this bullshit from. And I don't know where the fuck people were seeing shit. But he literally does care. He care. He care about what the fuck we do. He really does. I don't know where the hell that shit come from. God don't mind. He it's only, he don't really care like that there. Really, niggas? I don't know what Bible they ass been reading. But they reading some shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what they been reading. Because the, because the shit I been reading, the shit they reading, they ain't even matching up, goddamn. He understands. That's what they, That's what she said. It really don't matter, Godson. He understands. It's okay if we sin a little bit. All we gotta do is say we're sorry. No, niggas. No. Mm-mm. We gotta pay for every fucking sin we make. We do. He literally said that. That no man can die for your sins. None. Behold. <laughs> All the fellows thereof shall be ashamed and... The craftsmen skilled above men. Let them be gathered together. Let them stand up. They shall fear. They shall be ashamed together. So even the people that make the idols, he said, better be ashamed of themselves. And the smith make an axe and worked in the coals and fashioned it with hammers and worked it 
with his strong arm. <laughs> Yea, he is hungry, and his strength faileth. He drinketh no water, and is faint. Hmm. He's telling you. You know, that's out there making them idols. Don't have a hard time. The carpenter, the carpenter stretched out a line, and he made it out of a pencil, and he fitted it with planes, and he marked it out with the compasses, and marked it out the figure of a man, according to the beauty of a man, to dwell in a house. Father God in heaven, he already telling you what you're doing, because they in your house. Mm-hmm. Look like a man. That's a man in your house, nigga. Sitting on a cross. I'm just saying. He dwelleth him. I'm sorry. He hewed him down cedars and taken the ilex and the oak and strengthened for himself. One among the trees of the forest, he planted a bay tree and rain doeth nourish. Then a man used it for fuel. And he take it thereof and warmeth himself. Yea, he kindled it and bake bread. Yea, he make a god and worship it. And he make it a graven image and felleth down there too. Yes. Because they do fall. And they can't even pick themselves up. But it's a god. Like the king, I don't worship gods, but they in your house. They're a representation of your God, your idols. You hold them sacredly. You take care when you move them around the house. Father God in heaven, what have we done? And the man used it, uh, and he burned half thereof in fire. And had thereof, he eateth flesh. He roast it. He roasted roast as sanctified. Yea, he warmed himself and say, Ah, I am warm. I have seen the fire and the residue thereof. He maketh a god. Even his graven image, he fell down unto the work unto and worship. And prayeth unto it, and say, "Deliver me, for thou art my God, Father God in heaven." Huh. You're taking to mind those Catholics. It's not just Catholics, right? Because I've seen people kiss, kiss crosses and carry them, right? When you observe Christmas, you got a little baby Jesus in the manger, and you, and everybody's crying and, and um, beholding things in which they, with reverence, right? Because all of these things we, we've done, in reverence to J.C., a God our ancestors never knew. They had no connection to, because their God, was not J.C. And the residue thereof, he make it God, make the God a God. 
and his graven image. He followed down unto it and worshiped and prayed unto it and said, Deliver me for thou art my God. Do you understand? Every time somebody look in the church and they look up at that cross, they cry. Because they're crying because Jesus died for their sins. And he delivered them. Oh, Father. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. You died for me. Even when our father said that no man can die for our sins, he was duped into believing that men could die for the sins of others. When God himself said no man could die for your sins, that every man must repay his own sins. How fair is it that someone else take upon your sins when you and they did nothing? Why can't you pay for your own shit? How is it fair? Sounds like a good escape though, right? Because the more shit I seen it's on somebody else's head. They know not, neither do they understand for their eyes are be beyond and they cannot see in their hearts that they cannot understand. And none considereth in his heart. Neither is there knowledge nor understanding to say, I have burned the half of it in the fire. Meaning they chopped part of the wood, but not all of the wood ended up being part of the idol. Some of the wood ended up being part of the fire. So basically he's saying, you don't even know that half of what it belonged to is no longer part of it that is in the fire. And the other piece is me. Come on, Father God. Speak to us. Hmm. I have burned the hand thereof. I have roasted flesh and eaten it. And shall I make the residue thereof an abomination? The other part ended up in the fire, but that's what we use to cook with. So we use part of it for the benefit of our nourishment of our body, but the other part we built an idol with, and it became an abominable thing. Father God, help us. Shall I fall down to the stock of a tree? Hmm. He survived after ashes. And the seed's heart hath turned him aside. And he cannot deliver his soul. Nor say, is there not a lie in my right hand? Father God in him, talk to us. Not only could he save his own self if you burned him in the fire. <laughs> but neither would he know if you did wrong. And how could he save? Remember these things, oh, Jacob. In Israel. 
excuse me, for thou art my servant, and I have formed thee, and thou art my servant, O Israel, thou shalt not forget me. Did you hear what he said? You shall not for please don't forget him. You didn't forget him though. We don't we don't know him. Uh, we know not the maker of our us. We know JC. We don't know Yahweh. We know Buddha. We don't know Yahweh. We know Muhammad. We don't know Yahweh. We know Allah. Even though Allah is derivative of El or a power. But we still don't know Yahuwah. We don't know the creator of the heavens and the earth. But we know Jesus. I have blotted out. As a thick cloud. Thy transgressions. And as a cloud. Thy sins. Return unto me. For I have redeemed thee. Sing, O ye heavens. For Yahuwah hath done it. Shout, ye lowest parts of the earth. Break forth unto singing, ye mountains. O forests. And ever treat therein. For Yahuwah hath redeemed Jacob. And do with glorify himself in Israel. Well, how does he glorify himself? Well, you'll see soon. Thus says Yehovah, thy Redeemer. When niggas, it showed, didn't say Jesus, your Redeemer. It said he, Yehovah, your Redeemer. And he that formed thee from the womb. I am Yahuwah that maketh all things that stretch forth the heavens alone. He said by itself, he didn't have no help. That spread abroad the earth by itself. That frustrated the tokens of the imposter. Ooh, niggas, who the imposters? Mm. Excuse me. Would that be the Jewish people, God? Ah, niggas, the imposters. And making diviners mad. Oh, the diviners. Because you know they lie. They make up shit. Let me tell you what I saw. Yeah, you know that the sorcerers, the diviners, niggas be out there, you know, seeing them tarot readers and whatnot. Those are your diviners. That turneth wise men backward. Mm. Why does he turn wise men backwards? Because they think they know shit. And in their knowledge, they become foolish. And making their knowledge foolish. Uh, yeah, I was not expecting that. Alright, moving on. That confirmeth the word of his servant and performeth the counsel of his messengers, his prophets. Seek the wise men of God, wise women of God. Seek those that understand his word and walk in righteousness. Consult with them. 
But you know what? Y'all be having these dialogues. The first thing you want to say is, I'm talking to my pastor. Y'all consult with the pastor. They were taught by the same fools. That... All right, moving on. Um, that saith of Jerusalem, she shall be inhabited. She ain't now, but she will be. And the cities of Judah, they shall be built again. Oh, praise Jehovah for your cities. Your cities shall be built again. And I will raise up the waste places thereof. See how you already know that ain't that motherfucking place on the other side? Because it already told you the place be what? Waste. Nobody be living there. It's a desolate place. Thus said to the deep, be dry. And I will dry up thy rivers. That saith of Cyprus, he is my shepherd. And I shall perform all my pleasures. Even saying of Jerusalem, she shall be built. And to be the temple, my foundation shall be laid. She lied. That's it. We serve an immaculate, amazing God. Whom we have not been very acquainted of. Because you were given someone else. But I implore you today to say, God, I want to know you. The real you. The one, 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 one. The God of my ancestors. The Father. And the connected one of my ancestors. Not the one that I know today. I don't know who he is. I'm trying to figure it out. All I want to know is who is the one that had that dialogue with my ancestors? Who is the one that chose my people and sent them apart and gave them the Torah? Who is he? How can I be one with him? How can he incorporate himself into my life? Or how can I incorporate him into my life? Because I'm nothing. I'm just a filthy rag. I ain't even fucking special. All I know is with you in my life, I am complete. And all I want to do is walk and your precepts, that they may be my guide, that I stay upon the lidded path that leads towards you, and that all I have is me. And at the end of the day, is God over everything. At the end of the day, is God over everything. Because everything will line up when you're put first. I don't have to worry about if my bills need to be paid. Because all I know is, I put you first. I'm grateful for the blessing that is Yahuwah in my life.
because he is worthy to be praised. Family, much love and respect to you. May you continue on your journey and seeking wisdom and gaining understanding to search out the Father God of our ancestors that, that you and him may be one. May he reveal all truth unto you fully, completely, wholeheartedly, for he's worthy beyond all things. I want to tell you that I love you. I want to tell you that you are appreciated. I want to tell you that you are special. I want to tell you that you should continue on fighting forward. Don't stop at all. Just keep pressing. Keep standing. Our people are waking up. Every day, I am grateful someone comes in my office and someone knows Jehovah. That is a beautiful thing. Family. Might I say unto you, as all our ancestors did, Shema Yisrael Yahuwah Elohim. Yahuwah Akkad. Baruch Shem Ke'o Lam. Baruch Shem Ke'o Ma'ed. Ah, we'll get it. We'll get it eventually. <laughs> Here is Israel. <laughs> you are our God is one. Alone. And he is worthy to be praised above all things. Oh, sucky, y'all. She around here trying. We gonna get it. We gonna get it. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I like this nigga around here really learning. I'm telling you, I'm trying to get this. Oh, my baby bought my iPad now so I can get my studies on the way I want to. Anyway. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom, whichever one you choose. Good night, family. Much love. Appreciate you.